and welcome back to Boss Down. Breakdown. I'm your host at Yesman Outfitters, live from Yesman HQ, straight off the island that Emo built. We got your boy live from the hive, the Queen City Kid, Hawaiian Ryan, at Isles Me of CLT. Michael, how are you? What's good, brother? What's up, kid? What's up, kid? Just the Dude. two most viral sensations on all of Islander <laughs> hockey net. Just sh- shooting the shit, running a podcast, doing podcast things. Look at us. Yeah. Dude, it's it's we've been saying it like basically since we've started though. Like it's just been a wild ride and this this past week has just continued and uh it, it was kind of funny to see that that Newsday story come out about the, the all the different meetups across the country because mm-hmm. like you know to me the the big deal has been getting on like the Isle Seat podcast and getting the MSG short like that's to me making it and then like having the story in Newsday was cool but at the same time it's like you know newspaper is not it not what it used to be dead and, media yeah for 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 sure. But to like my mom, who's like 65 years old, like that was like the biggest thing fucking ever. Like she she called me for for Easter for Easter. And she's like, Michael, you wouldn't believe who I saw. I, I, I saw Vinny Stallone's mother and and she saw you in the paper. Oh, <laughs> she just, like, oh, my God, this is what I'm going to get like every day, like some random person i haven't seen since high school saw that newsday piece and like <laughs> to my mom it's the biggest fucking deal and shout out miss stallone because you know your mom doesn't get obviously doesn't get newsday anymore so good on her for spreading the wealth and um yeah i mean the article is great it's fun it's one of those things where it kind of connects with a different audience of people that we never get to um really connect with on social media as often as we'd like to so that was fun. Um, kind of, there's a, there's a lack. There's a lack of talking about how nice the logos are for every group. But I digress. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, the Joe who who uh, conducted the the interviews, he really reached out to like most of the groups. But then, of course, there were some groups like, hey, why didn't they reach out to us? And it's like, you know, he couldn't reach out to all twenty five of us. Like. Isles meetups is just blowing up. There's different groups every single day. So right. it's, it's kind of gotten to that point. Right, right, right. And not to say that um, that any group is more important than any other group, but there are a couple groups that are more important groups than other groups, I'm just going to say. You can't just join. Listen, you don't just join Isles meetup and just get to get your, get your Newsday article. You don't just get that. <laughs> You gotta grind it out, okay? You gotta grind. You gotta have the venue get changed on you in the last second. You gotta have a trap. Like you gotta have like a, a a a birthday party that was accidentally double booked, and you're gonna have to share space with them a couple times. That has to happen to you. You're gonna have to maybe have uh, push through some Wi-Fi issues. Okay, you don't just get in the news day. You you grind. You grind it out. And then we put you in Newsday. That's how it goes. Yeah, you know, it has been a lot of work. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. You know, running 
social media accounts can be a full-time job. Like that's grueling. Le- it's grueling. Legitimately what my wife does is like manage social media accounts. Like it's a, it's a definitely a lot of work. It's grueling. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, for those of you meetup groups that maybe didn't get in, I'm, I'm just kidding. Everybody deserves their due. You guys are working your ass off. Anyways. Yeah. So, um, the meetup groups got some smoke and that's great. That's all well and good. I mean, you guys got your mantle, but I, I, I think that I achieved basically like my Pulitzer, uh, my, my Nobel peace prize, uh, today. Um, and I, and I'm just going to go out and say, this is probably better than my bachelor of fine arts degree from Fair Dickinson university Florham campus is being printed on the bottom of oyster bay brewing barn rocker cans i don't think i could have an honor bestowed upon me any higher than that yeah that that was cool as hell to see that i had no idea that was happening and huge yeah to to be on there with you too that was pretty uh pretty epic Right. You know, um, half, half, you know, half of our groups will never be able to get it because, you know, distribution rules and laws are not so easy to to get like a, a Long Island brewery stuff all over the country. Right. right. Uh, I'm going to count it as a, a entire W for me being as the other half of the can is shared by somebody that drinks strictly kombucha. So I'm all <laughs> in. That's my can, baby. That's it. And I'm coming for the front label. Don't you think you think I'm done there? You know how many beers it took me to get to the to the bottom? I'm like I'm like that kid that's collecting the the box tops and giving them to the th- giving them to the teacher. And you're like, I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get rid of these box tops in here and and get and get a new computer for for the for my school. Like that's me. Like that's me. I'm gonna. Do you know how many beers I've drank? I will continue. If, if if it takes if it's the last thing I do, I will be featured on the front label of Oyster Bay. Breweries. I'm not gonna say Barnager because it's got only. I will have my own label because I will work hard to achieve this. Hey, that that's that's a huge honor. It is. So, shout out to Oyster Bay for hooking it up and you know showing some love. And then we also were on the the Sean Connors piece that he did. Oh, those are beautiful. He did a good job with those. Those are fun. Yeah, Make some I, I bought, for. I bought, uh, Two of them, one for my, my, I can't even call it a man cave. It's not a man cave, but I bought one uh, for this little room that I record in. And then yeah. also I bought one for the bar. Little bitch. Oh, for the bar? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Get yeah. some more Islander swag up in the bar. Oh, they need it. They need it over there. They need it over there. Yeah, so um, I'm just stoked. A lot of good things happening to us, so it's going to come to an end soon. That's just the way it is. Welcome to the emo world. Um, and this, this week off between games has been just so tough. Mm. If it's tough on mm. us, I hope it's not tough on the players, man. Cause not I feel, I feel like I'm in Kidding like me? summer, summer mode now. No, no, You're fine. I hope not. Nah, we'll be good. We'll be good. It's going to be a tall order to try and win game one. But after that, I think we'll be back on track. Um, you know, nah, I can't. I'm not going to make that joke. Moving on. Uh, I can only imagine I, what you were thinking. 
it's not great. It's not great. Uh, but we're going to pull away from it because I realize that there are some parallels that could be drawn and I could get in, uh, could get in trouble for that. So we're going to move on. Um, yeah. So Mikey, tell the people what we have in store for them while they, while they wait. So one of my favorite bands actually at the moment, uh, bands sleep on it that I've been like hounding the guys in the band for a while to come on the pod. Cause I know they're big hockey fans. We, uh, finally, you know, sealed the deal and got Zach on. And Zach has like one of those very distinct voices in the, the pop punk, uh, scene. And, you know, at one point I even compared it to Jason Lancaster, which I feel like is a huge compliment. Cause you know, Mayday Parade slash Go Radio. Just some beautiful music that they put out. And uh, Sleep On It is kind of in that kind of mix. And uh, I was very excited to have Zach on. He's on tour. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great interview. Uh, big Blackhawks fan. Yeah, big Blackhawks uh, fan. Uh, he... I guess he's a little spoiled, you know, winning three cups in the last, what, like, <laughs> in his lifetime. You know, most people don't even get one in their lifetime. So to have three in your lifetime, like, you know, you have a bad season. No one's going to feel bad for you. Right, right, right. Well, there are people in our own fan base that have four, and we're not going to let anybody else forget that. But uh, three is definitely an accomplishment. It's certainly not greater than four last time I ran the numbers. But, um. Well, yeah, four in a row is never going to happen again. Never. Like, no, I don't think so. Well, don't say never. Never say never. But I would assume very, be very difficult to pull off yet again. Like, uh, has Brady won four in a row? I don't think so, no. right? No. Yeah. So if no, Brady no, can't get no, it I've... done, no one's fucking doing it. Oh, look at you going, going interleague, huh? Well, intersport. I, I feel like everyone just knows that, like, Brady's been like the greatest to do it in football and you know if he's not winning four in a row there there's not like a tom brady of hockey right now it's an interesting uh thing that you bring up there and so we're gonna talk about it on the back end of this interview all right how about that how about that go right into it we got uh zach pluster from Sleep On It.
And we're back on the box, in the box, not on the box. If we're, uh, we're in Long Island, we're on the box, but mostly it's in the box. We're back in the box with our boy, Zach Pluster of Sleep On It. Zach, what's up, buddy? Oh, not much. In a sunny and humid Orlando today. Oh, look at you. So we had a guy on, uh, uh, Matt from Bless the Fall, who's always talking about the, the dry heat in Arizona. So now you're in a completely different heat. Sweaty. Oh, I've gone through every single type of heat in the last, like, three days. I, we were in Phoenix, like, four days ago when you guys actually initially hit me up to do this. So that was, like, really nice, dry heat. I was all about it. And then I went through Texas, which is, like, a little humid but not too bad. And now I'm in Florida where it's literally – you're walking through water everywhere you go and it's just <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. I, I had a good friend that just moved to Orlando. Who's a, a bigger gentleman. I just don't know how he does it every single day. Yeah. I, I ask everyone here. I'm just like, why do you do this to yourself willingly every single day? Yeah. It's like, it's beautiful here. And I'm like, that's your call, man. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I cannot do it. I'm not a humidity fan. Yeah, I feel like uh, Florida is like the humid Australia of America. I've never been to Australia, but I will take your word for that. No, 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 <laughs> neither have I. That's not oh. That's not rooted in fact. Pal, I don't think you understand. This is not a, we're not big on facts, guys. I'm just a big. Oh, that's so good, because neither am I. Yeah, I'm no, a kind of. I'm going to throw shit at the wall until it sticks kind of guy. So. Right, right, right. And this is how this podcast has been successful to this point. So then we, we are going to get along just fine. Outstanding. Outstanding. So you're on tour. Uh, this is it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of fun to talk to people while they're on tour. Uh, who, it's what, our third uh, guy on tour, right? Yeah. Yeah. It has been sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you with, man? Uh, I'm in a band called Sleep On It. Oh. Um and then we are on tour with um, This Wild Life. They are the headliners. And then uh, a couple of the bands, one called Hold Close and one called Crooked Teeth. Okay. Okay. That's How's dope. it been going so far, man? It's been great. Um, I think this is show six. Um, and four of them have been sold out. I think tonight is also sold out, which is the fourth or fifth sold out show this tour. Um, not 100% sure on that. But it's been a... It's been fantastic. The response has been great. Crowds have been fantastic. Um, just really no complaints other than the fact that I've been sticky all day. So mm. Um, mm. Other, than, other than the heat, I'm doing great. <laughs> Got to be tough for your uh, widely known leather pants that you probably wear most of the time. I do not wear leather pants. Oh, okay. Um, that, would yeah. be, that would be tough. I'm just I, would... I just thought it would <laughs> That's like the worst thing that, that you could wear in, in the humidity. Oh, yeah, 100%. I would literally, I would be dead. I'd, or yeah. just, I would not wear pants. I would rather not oh. wear pants oh. than wear That's what pants. I do. <laughs> All right. And uh, so for those of you uh, who don't know, you are a big Chicago Blackhawks fan. I am a very big Chicago Blackhawks fan. Yes. It's awesome. It's awesome. So, um, and then you're on tour with a big uh, Pittsburgh Penguin fan, right? I am. Yeah, that's hard. Um, and then the merch guy for Hold Close is a big blues fan. So I'm getting ragged pretty hard right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. You can you can you can do a little bit of ragging right now because uh, you're not the worst in that. You're not the worst off in that group right now. I mean, yes, I am because I'm not in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but come on. You've done you've had your fair share. 
you can. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, I can't, I can't complain at all. I mean, three cups in seven years, you know, I mean, yeah. I also, I lived through the Blackhawks in the nineties, which was um, a time. So I think, yeah. uh, <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, we, we, our, our last couple of years haven't been great, but, um, you know, we've still, uh, we were, we, we, we almost came back this year and I was pretty proud of that, but I also knew that there was no chance at the end, whatever was like, there's still hope, you know? And I was like, no, there's not, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. let it, let us lose. Let us get a good draft pick, and then we'll we'll pray for better next year. Well, you guys lucked out right there. What you just said, like you guys climbed a few positions, and you get in the the third pick. Hey, man, number three is our lucky our lucky pick. We got Taze with that pick. We got Ronick with that pick. Uh, who else? We got Savard with that pick. So, I'm uh I'm I'm pretty hopeful for this uh for this year for the third round. So you want to hear a pretty cool personal connection I have to your team? I would My... love to. Yeah, my roommate in college is cousins with Patrick Kane. So, uh, yeah, they, they grew up playing hockey in West Seneca. Buff- like, West Seneca is like a suburb of Buffalo. And, that's yeah, that's, so sick. Yeah, my, my buddy, too, he, he played juniors uh, before he went to college. But then he, uh, he, he kind of didn't make the cut, and he decided to go to college. But one of the best yeah. hockey players I've ever played with. I was like, man, you know, I could only imagine what it was like you and – uh, Kane just tearing it up when you're like 12 years old. <laughs> oh yeah, just fucking shredding the ice, like absolutely insane. I knew I knew a couple people that went to school with Scott Darling, because he he went to he was from Lockport, I believe, or, or somewhere in that kind of area. Um, and I knew people that like went to high school with him, and I was just like, that's so gnarly. Like you <laughs> you know someone who's who has a Stanley Cup ring, and that's crazy. Like. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, so, uh, so we were talking about your bracket before. Uh, what do you think so far about what's going on? What's the what's the chatter? What's the buzz on the bus and stuff like that? How- um, oh shit, man. <laughs> I, I I think you I'm had gonna, the Islanders winning it all, right? I have the Islanders definitely beating the Penguins. Oh, I like what I hear. Outstanding. Yeah. Sorry. I definitely, I definitely took the aisles over the pens. I think, I, I think it's, I have it going to seven. Um, just cause, I mean, as much as I fucking hate the Pittsburgh Penguins and Sidney Crosby's whole existence, um, I have to respect that team's second half of a series drive. Um, so I, I have it. I give it to the aisles in seven. But um, what's really got me fucked right now is that. Tampa's down 2-0. Yeah, but I'm sure everyone else wasn't expecting Columbus to be winning 2-0 right now. No, it's just, it's just got me a little frazzled. Um, but <laughs> I, I think Tampa's going to come back. Um, I don't think I have really any other big upsets right now other than uh, Jets being down 2 to the Blues. That one was I was a little surprised. Did uh, you see that sweet bad. photo of that guy, that one blue fan? who is rocking his blues jersey in, like, the sea of white. No, that's bold, though. Especially with with Winnipeg fans, that's a bold move. Whoever that guy is has got some balls. (laughs) Yeah, it went a little viral, so ask your your merch buddy to show you because it's pretty fucking funny. Dude, good good for that guy. I mean, (laughs) wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. And they're going back to St. Louis. That's the crazy part to me. Down yeah. up to up to and going back to St. Louis is insane. Well, that's the same with Columbus. Going back to Columbus. Yeah. Up to yeah. 
I mean, and fuck, who is it? Kucherov is it, is Kucherov suspended one game now? Yeah, that should, be, what a, what that should be. Th- yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that hit was a little rough, but I mean, uh, yeah, that's 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 what's got me really worried right now. I was like, oh, they might come back, but I was like, damn, Kucherov's gone for at least for for the next game. Yeah. So we're gonna have to see uh, see Stamco step it up and hope that uh, hope that the goaltending stays or gets better. I, sh- I was gonna say it stays solid, but I mean at this point, <laughs> yeah. That last game was what five five two five one, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, and uh, have you been able to to watch the games on the road? Uh, I get to see some some tidbits here and there, depending on like if the venue. Um, Venue's got TVs. When we were we were in San Antonio a few days ago, when when all the first games started, and that was nice because there was like three TVs, so all three games were on. Uh, at least for the East, I think all three games were on. And then when those games were over, all three West games were on. So that was really nice. Um, and even still, I only got to watch like 10, 15 minutes here, five minutes there, like just because I was always running around doing whatever. But that was the only time I've, I've really gotten to watch any hockey so far um i've listened into a couple uh i listened into the last couple blackhawks broadcasts but other than that it's been a been a dark out for me all right so i have a question as somebody that's never really been involved in the back end of of venue of you know shows and music and stuff like that really just focused i've always just been focused on the merch but so you said like you have to run back and forth and stuff like that what are some of the responsibilities that you have um, you know, when setting up for a show, like obviously besides sound check and all that, what, what else goes on with you guys? Uh, well, for me, uh, I, I'm the singer. So I, um, I really, and seeing as I have no other responsibilities other than to sing, uh, <laughs> I really, I really handle um, our in-ear stuff a lot. Like I'm, re- I'm, I'm the one that kind of like keeps it all together and make sure the batteries are changed. And um, I kind of set up the, the antenna for the, the in-ears and stuff like that so that's kind of my thing before the show and then whenever i need to i'll help set up merch or i kind of am the utilitarian one i'll kind of hop here and there and kind of make sure that everyone's got what they need and if someone's missing something i'm the one that will kind of go find it so um yeah i kind of do a little bit of everything whenever i can got it yeah it's awesome um and so being that we talk and you know i uh you know i'm i love merch that's kind of like my my passion. So, I mean, <laughs> just about 10 out of 10 times, whenever you ask people about their favorite jersey or favorite logo in the NHL, it's always top three is going to be involved the Blackhawks. Oh, well, yeah. You guys have a super-duper um, good <laughs> – super-duper good. That's great. That's a great way to describe <laughs> it. <It's, laughs> you, you guys sounded really like cool. me, bro. Yeah, that's horrible. You guys have a really cool logo. Uh huh. Is there any like you guys have? Have you done any sleep on it? Um, you know, Blackhawk gear merch. Is there any in the we, future? They they actually did one before I was even in the band because they were a band for a couple years before I joined, uh, and there was a Blackhawks rip shirt. Um, I've I've been thinking about redoing it. I wanted to kind of try and find a way to either because they did a, they did a red shirt, so they did a home jersey. I was thinking about either doing it on white and doing like an away kind of jersey rip or trying to somehow find a way to um, this year's winter classic jersey as a t-shirt. Um, kind of the play on like that old 
early 20s logo with all the white stripes. I thought that was such a good, slick look. Um, and I wanted to try and either figure out a way to do that on like a long sleeve or maybe a hoodie, even just a t-shirt would have been, would have been really sick, but, um, I haven't really figured out how to do it yet. So, um, yeah, we, we have definitely played with the Blackhawks logo before. Cause I mean, not even just in hockey, it's one of the most recognizable logos in sports. So, I mean, had to do it. It's tough. It's definitely tough. I think we've talked about it with other people before, but every single time that's like, Everybody always has it in the top three. Blackhawks logo is tough. Black, I mean, it's it's top notch. So, I mean, for me, um, I was also, I mean, and it's obviously before my time. I'm only 25. I don't really remember the team. Um, I'm a I'm a big Whalers logo fan. Oh, um, gotta go back to the Whalers logo. So, how do you feel about Carolina bringing it back a few nights this year? I liked it. I liked it a whole lot. Um, I. I remember when I saw them announce that they were going to be bringing the Whalers back, I was like, that's such a good move. Because they, like, they cleaned up the logo a little bit. It wasn't as kind of cartoonish as it used to be. Oh, I was, I was, I was very pleased when I saw the Whalers logo. I'm, like, I'm torn on it. Really? Yeah. Well, I, there's money. If there's money to be made, a professional sports organization is going to make it. So that's fine. If it's the added benefit of, um, like, bringing, like, reliving the legacy of a team, that's also that's also fine. That's cool. You know, whatever. If you're gonna, if you happen to make money and you're trying to do a good thing and bring up some good memories, that's great. But like, if you're if you're gonna take a team like from somebody don't like throw it in their face like oh here's this logo by the way you're still not good enough to be an area to house a team <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. what the fuck like yeah i do i do yeah i mean it's kind of i don't want to say that the hartford whalers fan base is dead and gone like that's you know i haven't run the numbers on that i haven't pulled anybody in hartford but uh you know like I just it, you just feel bad for anybody over there. Like, hey, here's this dope logo that none of you can use anymore. Yeah, um, one 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 logo redesign I was actually really really bummed about this year was when Phoenix redid the Kachina jersey, um, the Coyotes. Like, I wasn't cool with like because I loved the old Kachina jerseys. I thought they were one of one of my favorite logos. And they redid it for the Tucson uh, affiliate team, and it looks super wonky. Have you seen it? Um, so, like, the Tucson, Arizona, like, the AHL team? Yeah, the Roadrunners. Yeah, no, I saw that, yeah. I didn't, oh, I didn't like know it. that they did it for the Roadrunners. Dude, I got to look yeah, that up. That's an AHL team. I think that's a legit – I think that's a college team. Is no, it? it's AHL. I, I'll say, because I – yeah, it's a – yeah. AHL for sure. I'm looking at it right now. Is like, it really? It looks, yeah, bad. it it looks like a bird. That's <laughs> all. I've seen it. I've seen it. I know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't know. I thought they did a good job with it. I mean, it looks good. It's not like the worst thing in the world, but it's uh, yeah. For me, I was just kind of bummed to have because the Kachina. I mean, it's it's one of the it's it's again it's one of those iconic jerseys. Not as iconic as some others, but like. I, I just really like that logo, um, but I got way off target here. My top three current logos. 
<laughs> um, no, it's fine because that's actually Devin's favorite jersey. The Katina jersey. Yeah. I think this year, I think they killed it. Oh, I think I think that the the actual Coyotes Kachina is still great, but I just I remembered seeing the the Roadrunners Kachina and I was like, why does it look like a bird? <laughs> <laughs> um, but right now, uh, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna exclude the Blackhawks just because I'm biased. Okay. Um, I think right now Vegas has the best jersey other than the Blackhawks. I love the color scheme. I love kind of the sh- the shimmer, like how they kind of have like the sequins glitter kind of yeah thing yeah yeah like the inlay yeah the inlay like the and then like work on the inlay yeah and then like that black gold gray color combination is just so sick yeah they um, red in there oh yeah yeah uh calgary i really really like calgary's oh, uniform yeah. this year yeah. just that bright ass red that massive flame logo yeah it's absolutely gorgeous oh yeah um huh, and then three is hard um but I'd have to probably – I and it hurts me to say because I've always – I hate the Bruins, but that classic <laughs> black gold, like black, white, gold, the crest, like you just can't really go wrong with a good with, – with the Bruins. Dude, um, def- definitely tough. I am definitely not surprised that you left out St. Saint, Saint Louis, those light blues. Oh, the light blues are gross. <laughs> <laughs> The light blues oh, are nasty, dude. Yeah. I don't. Oh, really? Yeah, I hate. I oh, it's uh, it's just like I don't know what it is. Like I don't mind the blues, normal colors, like the the nice like royal blue with the yellow and the white, like cool. I love like I get it, but the light blues really just didn't do it for me. Mm. Mm. So what's what's your take on our uh, Islanders fisherman jersey? The fisherman jersey I actually kind of like. Um, <laughs> It's so funny. Everyone likes it. Yeah. Why do you guys not like it? No, we love it. We love it. But like our fan base is completely torn. Like the older dynasty fans hate it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the old guys. I mean, they're going to want to stick with the classic Jersey, you know, and like more power to them. But I mean, I I saw the Fisher Jersey and I was just like, you know, that's a, that's a good move. You got to, you got to have at least like, you got to have a little humor with it, you know, like, it's hard. It's hard for like original six teams to do kind of weird stuff, and I wish that the Blackhawks would do kind of like some kind of actual, like mascot-based jersey. Um, like I'm not saying put Tommy Hawk on a jersey, but like you know, like give give the whole Indian theme, like give that kind of like a whole jersey. How like with like along the lines of a Kachina jersey, you know? I thought that'd be something that would be really cool, um, but. Yeah, I, I like the fisherman jersey. I think it's a I think it's a fun little different take to the aisles. Um, I me. love your I love your shoulder tomahawk logo. Oh, you can't go wrong. I mean, again, you I could talk for an hour about just the Blackhawks uniform. I mean, <laughs> the tomahawk logo, and then just how classy it is to have the twenty one, the Stan Mikita remembrance on this year, like. Just every everything about the logo or the uniform this year is just to die for. Like I have no zero complaints. Like then again, I never have. I mean, the Blackhawks logo or the Blackhawks uniform has always been great. The red, white, black—it's just classic. Yeah, you guys are super blessed. So we were definitely blessed with a good color scheme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, what's uh, what's 
what's life like on the road during the playoffs? Like, do you, are you like feeding it to Andrew from wildlife or what? Like, <laughs> um, really, he's not as big of a of a hockey fan as I thought he was. Um, Doesn't he have the logo tattooed on him? He sure does. It, it's really, a, it's, it, it's really, a, it's a Pittsburgh sports sleeve. Um, oh, okay, which, okay. Um, and he's not that big of a hockey fan. He's he's a, he's a Penguins fan. Um, that's kind of like it. He's not like as big of a hockey fan as I thought he'd be. Uh, he, he'll follow the Pens, but not as much as really like I'll just kind of really watch all sports or all the te- all the games as much as I can. Um, but me and him, I mean, we've definitely talked about it. Um, and really being playoff hockey on tour is really, really stressful just because, I mean, I'll be in the middle of, like, checking scores and all of a sudden i got to be on stage and then I'll get off stage and everything is completely different from when I came, from when I left. And it's just like I'm always just trying to, like, I'll walk by bars and look in, look inside to see if, like, a game's playing and, like, just keep walking. Like, it's just peak anxiety at all times. <laughs> And some of the guys in your band are also big hockey fans, right? Um, Andrew, our merch guy, TM, is a big hockey guy. Um, and then outside of that, everyone is pretty casual okay. hockey fans. But me and him are, like, fucking all hockey all the time. Um, so then, yeah, it's, it's cool to have a couple other guys on this tour be really into hockey, like the merch guy from, uh, from Hold Close. And um, there's a couple other guys who are really into it, but... Um, It'll be really the three of us will kind of catch each other up on what we might have missed. And, um, like, this morning, I wasn't, I, I, was, I wasn't even the one that found out about Kucherov being suspended. It was Andrew who, like, sent me the article. He was like, there goes your bracket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So, um, you guys are signed to Equal Vision. Yes. Okay. And you were, are you, you were born and raised in Chicago or – I'm the only one in my band that was born and raised in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. So how do we end up from a label in Albany, New York? <laughs> uh, I mean, label stuff is weird, man. I don't even really know how any of that goes anymore. Because, uh, right. I mean, I, I, I remember old school, like, you know, someone comes out to a show and checks out your whatever. Um, but actually, there is a story with us in Equal Vision. So um, the guy who signed us, his name is Johnny Minardi, and he – used to live in Chicago, um, and now he's, he's out in L.A., but he knew of my old band and kind of knew of Sleep On It, and when I left my band and they lost their singer, we kind of came together, and it was kind of his perfect storm, and he listened to a couple of demos that we put together right after I joined the band and kind of just signed us from there. Right. Okay, so, yeah, I was just curious because, like, I actually lived in Albany, New York for two years, and the music oh. scene's, like, not hopping there, like, other than, like, obviously state champs, and I'm like, man, did the did they fly sleep on it out to, like, Albany? Like, I, I wasn't sure how it worked these days either. I'm like, man, like, it must be so hard to do, like, a showcase in, like, a, a music scene that's not really hopping. <laughs> yeah, I've only ever played Albany one time at the Fuse Box. Um... And yeah, I that's a, a, a smaller venue, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like a, it's like a 150 cap room. It was a cool, cool show. Um, it was nice because the label got to come out and hang out for a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was kind of serendipitous that uh, Johnny's from Chicago, and it just kind of worked out that way. Right. That's awesome. So, um, 
speaking on Chicago, like the the whole pop punk music scene in Chicago is just killing it these days. So like, are you homies with like all the the other pop punk bands from the Chicago region? Oh yeah, we all know each other. I mean, I grew up with like a couple of the guys in Knuckle Puck. Like we went to high school together, and then just playing shows like with like all their old bands and my old bands. Like we were all growing up at the same time, playing all playing at the same venues. So it's uh, it was definitely very mutual and very um, cooperative for all of us. And um, and do you guys just all idolize Fallout Boy? Like that? That's like <laughs> who, who you guys uh, are are striving to be. We all we have a at least in this band, like we have like a running joke of one day we want to be Fallout Boy Hood Rich. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean Fallout Boy is one of my favorite bands of all time, and um as far as the other bands i can't really speak to but like definitely in this band it's fallout boy it's yellow card uh dangerous summer you know like that's where we really got a lot of our influences from jimmy Eat world is like probably collectively our favorite band so like we that's really our kind of idolized throne of bands um yeah fallout what, boy, jimmy Eat world what's your take on that fallout boy acoustic album the, the, my heart will always be the B-side to whatever. My heart will always be the B-side to my tongue. Oh, yeah. That's, so you had uh, to be young when that came out, though, right? Uh, that was 05. So I was probably, God, how old was I in 2005? 12? 13? And you were digging it then? Oh, yeah, dude. Day That's one. awesome. I, I started, I, I've been seeing Fall Point since I was nine years old. Holy cow. See, that's like one of the we we talked about them on our very first episode. Like, I saw them on Long Island when I was in high school. So I'm I'm 32 years old, so I'm okay. a little bit older than you and Devin. And I saw them on tour, and they actually brought out Haley from Paramore to do like yeah. a few like 15 minute sets while they were on on tour. And uh, I just remember seeing them at like a 500 cap room on Long Island. And like now they're playing freaking arenas and it's just like one of those bands where it's not like, oh, they sold out, man. It's like, oh, I'm so proud that they have been able to turn this into like just, you know, huge success. Absolutely. And it's super weird for me, too, because like I saw them in like basements when I was a kid, like going to shows with like my sisters or like my friends and shit like that, like sneaking out. Um, But it was super weird because like I've seen them from there and then I watched them sell out Wrigley Field in chicago wow <laughs> which was if you think you've heard something loud you've never heard thirty thousand people singing the same line of sugar we're going down at the same time like it was <laughs> I, I i'm still i it was september of last year and i still don't have words to describe just like how emotional that was like just i i cried like that whole show it was just absolutely amazing yeah they're definitely like hometown chicago you know they're see, heroes dude yeah yes. exactly <laughs> but i yeah it, i i love i love them for who they were i you can i still like their stuff today like they're it, it bops it's just it gets some of it gets overplayed through like you know like promos for for like sports games and hype videos and stuff like that oh yeah i mean even me like i love fall boy i love every generation of fall boy like the last couple records for me even are kind of like, ah, you know, like it's good, but no, I, I, want, I, I want the old no, stuff, you know? Yeah, for 
for sure. And you um you were talking about Jimmy Eat World for it. So that's another band that I feel like whenever you look through the inspirations or whatever people like take note of the inspirations of bands like Jimmy Eat World is consistently in it. Like they're so I mean they were really really good. I just don't know that many people that I talk to that are, that are huge Jimmy World fans. But whenever you inspirations for bands i feel like they're always like in that list i love them i don't have a problem with them. yeah jimmy world i i find that to be a little weird to me because like I, I i i feel the exact same way it's like any band ever says like jimmy world obviously i don't know if that comes from them just like yeah i love the middle of the sweetness like i played tony ox pro skater too like <laughs> um it's so like, i don't know if that's just that or if it's like me and my band, like, I fuck hard with every single Jimmy World record. Like, they are probably my favorite band of all time. Um, and, like, when we played Slam Dunk uh, last year, Jimmy World was the headliner. So, like, I got to, like, meet Jim Atkins and watch them every single night. And, like, it's, it's crazy to me because, like, I feel like one of the reasons that they are an influence to basically every band, especially in like the pop punk genre is because like I watched them three nights in a row, their entire set, every song beginning to end. Um, and it like hit me that like this band has been around longer than a, I've been alive. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> but they are even better now than they were 20 years ago when, or almost 20 years ago when bleed American came out. Like, it's it's insane. Like Jim Atkins looks better, he sounds better. Like they are so tight live. Like I feel like they're an influ influence to every band because they want to be that band. Like we talk, we joke all the time. Like we just want to be Jimmy Eat World. Like right. if if I had to pick between being Fall Out Boy and being massive and insanely rich and selling out arenas, um, but kind of having people question the music, or being Jimmy Eat World, who I'm playing. 4,000 cap rooms and have a cult following and still a band 25 years after we started who's still continuously getting better. Like, I, I'll be Jimmy Eat World all day. Yeah, for sure. I guess what we're trying to say is that Jimmy Eat World is one of the most underrated bands in the history of the genre of music, this genre of music. Yes, absolutely. Jimmy Eat World is the best band ever. All right. Well, that was our first hot take. <laughs> I hey, like man. it. Hot take. I like it. Well done. We're gonna cut that. So they, so that's awesome, and we're gonna use that for promos, man. Because love we that. don't we don't make we don't make hot takes. So that's all on you, buddy. I love that. I, I'm I'm all about the hot takes. <laughs> that's awesome. So um, so I have a pretty funny story about how I I discovered uh, sleep on it. So like I was playing, I think like Real Friends Radio on Spotify, and I was driving to work, and one of your songs came on. I'm like man like and this is completely a 100 a compliment i was like man is jason lancaster in a new band the the lead singer from the uh, go radio <laughs> and i had a, i honestly had to go and look it up i'm like wait like i i thought he turned into a pastor and <laughs> sure enough it was not jason lancaster and i was just like man this guy fucking has pipes and i've been a fan <laughs> since then this is a few years ago now hell yeah yeah i get that a lot um Probably the most frequently asked question this band gets is, is that the old singer of Mayday Parade? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so um, I'm not the only one that thought that. No, definitely a frequently asked question. Um, and I mean, he was probably next to Patrick Stump, my biggest vocal influence growing up. So like, it makes sense. Um, 
But also, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is like, I don't have like that high trebly, tenory, whiny voice that most uh, pop punk singers do. Like, my, I have more of like a baritone bass. So, and like, so, also, so does Jason. So, like, that's kind of where that big thing comes in there. But that's a that's a high compliment from anybody, no matter how time how many times I hear it. So, thank you very much. Yeah, there. Uh, Go radio. Uh, Good night, moon is actually my wedding song. Oh hell yeah, I love that. Yeah, and I. I'm a teacher, so I got a little crafty over the summer and made like one of those big wood signs with the lyrics from that song. Crafty. Don't hey. know what an angle grinder is, but I. Uh... But I used one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would lose a hand if I tried to use one of those. Hey, man. <laughs> okay, so you gotta learn sometime. Yeah, this is uh, this is huge because he actually I I was actually the one who had to teach him what an angle grinder is, so I'm glad that he understands the dangers of them and that he can lose a hand. Uh, that's a big step for us. There we go. Hey, you got, you got to move forward somehow. Um, yeah, safety, safety first, then teamwork. Zach. Absolutely. Teamwork right. makes the dream work. You know, yeah. um, for sure. We all know that. So another, uh, now, now to tie it back full circle with the Blackhawks. Um, okay. we had Shane told on a, a few episodes ago from Silverstein. I saw that. Yeah. Not a big deal, <laughs> but, uh, he mentioned how uh, Corey Crawford is like huge, like fan of our scene of music, and like how he, huh. how he broke, you know, how he had like uh, broke his leg recently or whatever. It was a couple of years ago. Yeah, he was at a Rise Against show. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and like the Blackhawks made him like come out and just admit that because he he yeah. tried to play it off as like a hockey injury at first. I heard. Nope. He was fucking hammered at a Rise Against show and fell down some stairs. <laughs> oh, wasn't in the pit. No, yeah. yeah, he was like, just like fell down a couple steps at a bar and like rolled his ankle or some shit. Like it was so stupid. And it was like, like it was so like, two, it was like, it was like three weeks before the playoffs too. I was like, are you fucking joking me right now? Like, oh. So, oh do we know if Corey Crawford is a fan so of Sleep on It? I don't know. I really hope so. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be absolutely incredible. Um, just knowing that, like, someone on my favorite hockey team um, listens to my band would be so sick. Like, someone, knowing that anyone on a professional hockey team in general would be sick. But, like, knowing that, like, a Blackhawk loves my band would just, like, blow my mind. <laughs> all right. So we're going to have to get Corey on the pod to figure this out once and for all. Yeah. I, need the I need the crow to, to confirm or deny Sleep On It fan. Yeah, get, get, him, on, get him on the horn. Just call him up right now. Let me, let me, let me get, I'll have my people call his people. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're a performer. Come on. <laughs> you, have the, scale, yeah. you have the power. <laughs> you I could can probably do figure it, it out. Said, I have hey, a verified boy. Twitter. I could probably tweet at him and he'd see it. Like, oh, we'll figure oh, it out. Oh, for sure. And you know, you, you said before you're the utilitarian guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if I need, although if there, if, if I was going to have anybody tweet at Corey Crawford to see if he's asleep on a fan, it'd be Jake. Cause that boy, I don't know how he does it, but like he'll like tweet something out and like not even like the other day he just like tweeted something like it was like a joke about like if emos get lost in the forest do they end up in the Paramore decode video and like <laughs> didn't even didn't even like tag Paramore didn't tag Haley at all like Haley Williams saw it somehow and like retweeted it and like like quote tweeted it with like like no not modern day emos or some shit like. But, like, famous people see his shit all the time, and I just don't understand. Like, 
So if I if I'm gonna have anyone do it, I'm gonna have Jake tweet at Corey Crawford and be like, "Yo, do you like my band or not?" That yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> please, please respond. Simple, simple, simple question will do. Simple answer will do. It's like asking your middle school crush if they like you. Just like passing a note with like three check marks, like <laughs> yes, no, maybe. Like <laughs> that's great. Well, well, we'll work on it then. We'll get that. We'll get it going. We'll get we'll get Corey on the on the pod. I love that. That'll be huge. And then we'll like we'll drop you in in the middle Dude, of nowhere. Yeah, just call me out of nowhere and be like, Crow. All right, look, we talked about this before, bro. Like, we just need to know. You listen to Silverstein. Why don't you listen to Sleep on It? You should. Yeah. Because absolutely. Yeah. I know. I know you got your wireless beats in before your game under the mask. You know, you're you're vibing. We're a vibing band, dude. Just because mm-hmm. Sierra Round doesn't have a breakdown in it doesn't mean you can't get down and block some pucks. You know what I'm saying? It's true. It's true. We'll we'll drop we'll drop you right in, and then we'll drop you. You ever see that uh, Saturday Night Live? Where um, back in the day, where Chris Farley was uh, interviewing uh, Paul McCartney, and I didn't. I I probably have. I don't remember it off the top of my head. Really, when you remember when he said the love you take is is more than the love you make? Did you really mean that? <laughs> Did you really mean that? <laughs> yeah. That's basically how I interview you guys. So that's what like that's what you would be like with Corey Crawford. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, for sure. Let me get you involved. We'll get you involved. So, <clears throat> that being said, uh, you got a lot to go do. Uh, I do. Yeah. 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 We, 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 are, we, we do tend to catch people when they're on tour, like, moments before they're about to, like, go get ready and play for a shit ton of people. So I don't understand why people keep saying yes to us. I guess they like us. But uh, I, I yeah. just love to talk about hockey. So I'm, I'm, I'm all. Oh. Well, I dropped my phone because oh. I'm an idiot. Oh, God. No, that's fine. We're, we're still here. Uh, so now that you've seen a couple of rounds go down, currently games are um, tied, just tied it up with Washington. What do you What do you think moving forward now? What do you think now that you've seen? Uh, now that I've seen a few games, um, I'm still pretty confident in my bracket. Um, I gave it to the Caps in five. Uh, I gave it to the Leafs in seven. So having them be up one zero is is pretty good for me right now. Um, Leafs in seven. Leafs and seven. You're a wild man. Leafs and seven, dude. Austin Matthews and fucking John Tavares, unstoppable. Uh, unstoppable. We, we don't speak of that name. Yeah, you said the name. I, I, hey, I know. I, I'm sorry. I had to bring it up. No, it's I, true. They're, they're a great combo. I'm going to need the lightning to step it the fuck up because if <laughs> I, I got the lightning all the way. Really? I, got, I do. I, I got lightning all the way. Um, I got, uh, I, I gave it to San Jose in seven, I think, uh, flames in six, uh, Preds. In, I gave it to the Preds in, in five. So I'm going to need them to turn it around and then I'm going to need the Jets to turn it around too. But I got all the way. I got San Jose versus Tampa. Mm. All right. Well, our boy, uh, Matt Fozzie would like to hear that. Yeah, I got San Jose, Tampa, and I got. Uh, I'm probably. I'm, I think I'm giving it to Tampa, uh, Tampa in six. Okay. Uh, well, I you don't like uh, the Blackhawks being like the last Presidents Trophy winner to win the cup. You 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 want to pass that on? Uh, you know, I mean, I wouldn't mind passing it on, only because Tampa had one of the best seasons I've ever seen. You think they I mean, had a better season than the Blackhawks' Presidents' Cup win? 
No, absolutely not. Um, but also, the President's Cup win is, I mean, uh, call me a bad Blackhawks fan. Um, I mean, that was the that was the shutout year, wasn't it? Am I wrong? The lockout year. So it was a short. It, it was a short season, I believe. Well, uh, that was twelve. We're not. Fa- <laughs> we'll say it is. Yeah, sure. I mean, I could I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I believe um, it was a short season. I have to I have to look it up now. It's 2012. So no, actually, it wasn't. Yeah, uh, right. Wait, yes, it was. 2012, 2012-2013. So I think, did we win that year? Or was that? Yeah. So I it was, know, I, Yeah, I don't know if you were 11-12 or 12-13. I, 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 I believe, now, I'm, now I feel like a bad, a bad fan. Um, no, buddy, trust me, don't no, worry. Dude, yeah, I had but, a moment like that last night. Oh, man, it, it was so yeah, embarrassing. Okay. So, yeah, that was the 2012, 20, 2012, 2013 is when we won. That it was the Bruin, That was the Bruins Cup. Um, so yeah, we won the President's Cup. It was that was a lockout year, so it was a short year. Um, so I mean, it's it was only forty eight games. All right, like, so there's a little asterisk next to okay. that one. Again. Yeah, it's it, it's a bit of an asterisk, but I mean, so that's kind of why I'm saying it might. This this Tampa Bay season might be better than our President's Cup season, and that that's coming from just a pure hockey fan. I mean, to tie the all-time wins record, have 20, 21 more points, I think, or 19, 21 more points, somewhere in that range than anybody else. I mean, it, it was an absolute joy to just watch them play. Was I absolutely terrified any time they played the Blackhawks? Yes, because I knew we were just going to get slaughtered. Um, but... Also, on that note, I mean, I got to give it to, to Collington. I mean, picking up basically, what, a third of the way through the season. I mean, coming back from basically 13 straight losses to almost bringing us to a wild card. It's a hell of a, hell of a coach. Oh, you mean, no- Island, you mean Islander great, Jeremy Collington? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're, I don't know if you've noticed, but when you do a podcast with two Islander fans, we'll always remind you or loop it back to us. It's always kind of weird. That's okay. I mean, you guys, I'm, I'm happy to see the Isles in the playoffs. I mean, to see that, that transformation, I mean, because you, you guys have to admit, last few years, Isles have been struggling. I mean, Tavares did what he could. But, I mean, to, to see Tavares leave and then still have a successful season – not only a successful season, a winning, a great winning season is just. I was, I was stoked about that. I was stoked to see the Owls back in the playoffs, um, and have one, just a great, a great year. One yeah. of the last remaining barns, man. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that thing is probably going to collapse in on itself at, at any point. For sure, can't <laughs> can be Devin's fault right there. The man <laughs> on the other end. Yeah, that's kind of what I've made my mission to be for this for this year, and I'm close to succeeding. There's been a there's been a couple tremors. Honestly, I mean, you, you get a couple good sellies in there, and I think I think that thing's coming down. Like, wow. you're actually going to take the roof off. Wow. Wow. People were upset that that could have been the last game of the season. There, like, I don't think people nobody even brought that up because they're not going back there for the second for the second or third round if they make if they make it any further. Supposedly, really, where are they going to play? The uh, Barclays Center in Brooklyn, where they started the season. Huh. You didn't know that? 
No. Yeah, it's a big. It, it's joke. like a the NHL is kind of putting their foot down, and, the, and also it's a, you know, if we get to the second round, they want to try to make as many as much money as possible because there's so many more suites and whatnot there. Oh yeah, I mean, it's massive, but also that's just weird. I mean, I get it. Yeah, it, it's it's the playoffs, and you're gonna want to make as much money as possible. But the Islanders off the island just feels weird. Like, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, sorry to be distracted. I just got a bunch of updates because the Caps just beat the Canes in OT. Love that. So that's 2-0, right? 2-0, yeah. Love Not that. good for me, though, because uh, I actually live in Charlotte, North Carolina, even though I am an Islander fan. Okay. And uh, I was praying that we could have an islanders Kane second-round matchup. That would be sick. I, I, I'm heartbroken for Carolina because, like, I, I watched a lot of the videos – of like their fans when they found out they were coming uh, back, yeah. Yeah. and like it was so moving. But I was like, "Yo, you got to go up against Ov and TJ Oshie." Like that first round against the Caps was just kind of like, let him at least get to round two, you know? <laughs> like, don't slaughter him first round. That's just not how it goes, buddy. Trust me, we've been that team for a, cu- a couple of times where it's like, "Oh, good for these assholes." And then we just say- <laughs> Then we get screwed, but you know. So that's hockey, Susan. What can you do? <laughs> just gotta gotta roll with the punches, figuratively and literally, sometimes. Absolutely. So uh, I think that about does it. Uh, with uh, do, you, do you got anything else, Michael? No, Zach, you're the man. Thank you so much. Uh, stay safe the rest of the tour. And uh, I, I noticed that you guys don't have Charlotte on your on your. Uh, tour list so no i think we're coming to to carborough yeah north carolina and then columbia south carolina so yeah so next tour make sure you uh put charlotte on there so i can check you guys out definitely man definitely nah, thanks for having me guys i really appreciate it um hey man for for all intent and purposes go isles you know oh, uh, oh, I, I want to you're I, our I, favorite I, I, uh, I'm, I'm hoping for the best for you guys um yeah i mean I think I, I might. I think I'd have to double check my bracket. On let me let me see real quick here. How how long do I got you guys going to? Um, I I mean I got you going at least to the caps. So I got you guys Isles caps next round at least, and then from there, honestly, I don't know. You really um, think Barry Trotz is going to let the Islanders lose to his former team? That ain't know, happening. I don't. I I hope not. But also, as much as you guys had a great season. The Caps are still a force to be reckoned with. So, yes, respect, respect. But you had us going in the second round, so we'll have you on a second time. How about that? (laughs) Appreciate that. Hopefully, next time, uh, next time we talk, the Blackhawks will be doing looking a little more favorable. So, no problem, no problem. Thanks, Zach. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later. All right, thanks, man.
my goal. Well, that's good, homie. Yeah, Mikey. Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. What an interview uh, to tie into a insane postseason. Um, as some of you know, uh, schedules are crazy right now, so we're banking interviews. We're doing interviews whenever uh, we get a chance here and then holding on to them and releasing them. And, uh, yeah, we talked about um, – some of the series that were left uh, going on with uh, Zachy Boy, and now we know. <laughs> now we know how that one ended, huh? Yeah, like I, I would. It's safe to say Zach's bracket is pretty much busted because <laughs> you know he he was having Tampa Bay go far, uh, Calgary go far, Winnipeg go far, and uh, things didn't turn out so great for those teams. No, Cal. Of the of the teams that were eliminated, which besides Tampa, let's ke- let's keep Tampa. Obviously, let's keep Tampa out of it here. But of the teams eliminated thus far, which one surprised you the most? It has to be Calgary. Calgary for sure. Like Johnny Grudeau didn't really uh, have a huge postseason, and like Winnipeg was kind of cold going into the playoffs, and they were oh. cold at the wrong time, man. Like freezer box. Uh, you know, we looked at the, I looked at their um their box scores. So the games go. Remember, because I told you I went into Winnipeg Reddit after mm-hmm. we beat them at the end of the year just to see, and they were they were the jerts. So apparently, they brought the brand of jerts hockey into the postseason, and and their fans were pretty upset about it. But yeah, they just had a proclivity to just give up, just just collapse at the worst time, and it just looked really bad, like over and over and over again, and I. It's got to be coaching. It, the same when the same thing happens over and over and over again. It, it's just coaching. I'm sorry. I mean, you know what I mean. Like if it's you what get about out big work? buff man. Like Buffalo's <sighs> been on some teams that had some pretty epic collapses. Oh yeah. So oh, you, yeah. You think it's a little bit of him as well? I don't know. I don't know. Hella buck. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I mean, yeah. He's he gives up some softies at the worst times. I don't know. Winnipeg was crazy, but definitely Calgary, and definitely because I saw how they played Calgary. Um, I saw Cal. I'm sorry, I saw Calgary how they played us, and thought, man, this they're they're pretty unbeatable because they're beating us at a game that we should be um, that we normally beat others at. Um, you know, they're playing that type of game that we could smother them for, and they were just unsmotherable. Uh, what do you so, think about Colorado yeah. now, though, moving forward? Nah, they're not fucking. They're nothing. This will come back. This will come back to bite me. But they, they're nothing. Calgary shit the bed. So of like Listen, the surprise. The so, so like, yeah, there's surprises of teams that lost, but then there's surprises of teams that kind of stepped it up. So like, Colorado is one of them. Uh, Columbus, and, and I guess you would Columbus even throw the is- Islanders into that. No, absolutely not. No? No. You don't think the Islanders surprised a lot of people sweeping Buddy. the Penguins? Oh, sweeping the Penguins, yes. Winning the series, I think people who chose Pittsburgh to win probably looking back at it and said, okay, you know, the, the, the style that they play, like, you know, it's one of those things where if Crosby's on your team, you don't pick against him. 
You know what I mean? Like it just you can't you, you can't see. But I mean, the Islanders played their game to a T, man, to a T. Execution was on razor's edge. You couldn't get anything past them, and they did a they did it great. So it's not like they played outside of what they they've shown trappings of that team. You know, playing like that through the middle of the year, through January, that was the way they played for a solid three weeks straight. You know, so I don't think it was so surprising to anybody that's really paid attention to the league the way they played. Maybe a surprise of a sweep. I could see that for sure. But like Colorado, I mean, they they don't play a style, you know, and I'm going to sound like a like a style snob now because I know what it, like watching what how we played, watching how Washington had played in the past. Like, you know what it takes to win a series, you know, and at least. You get what I'm saying? Like these teams that are that that lost, like heavy offensive teams, offensive laden teams, like rely on scoring to win. And uh, you know, I just listen. I'm gonna tell you the the series that is probably the most forgotten about in the West. Like literally, you hear nothing about Nashville, Dallas. Dude, Dallas looked so good, like so good. I bet you if you ask like your your common casual Islander fan, did you know that the Dallas Stars are in the the playoffs? They'd probably be like, "No, I didn't know that. Thank you for letting me know." Who are they playing? <laughs> you know, like, it happens to me where I'm like thinking about all of them. Like I'm missing a series here. Like that series going on. I feel like nobody's talking about it. Nashville's one of the favorites to come out of the West. I think everybody's expecting San Jose to lose to Vegas because. Everybody's got a hard on because they just want to go to Vegas in the postseason at some point. So I think everybody's just just willing Vegas onto a victory in that series. But then other than that, like you know, it's it's Vegas and Nashville were the favorites going into it for the West. Nobody's talking about them, dude. I could see Vegas and Nashville not making it out of this first round. Think about it. Vegas lost a double overtime game last night at <sighs> home, but at home. On a shorty. Yeah, and then you got to go into San Jose. You think they're going to win that game? Matt Fozzie says no. Yeah, let's let's get on the San Jose bandwagon for Fozzie because Fozzie's the man. Fozzie is the man. Uh, Fozzie Bear is my boy. Um, yeah, uh, so, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't see Colorado having a style of, a play that's like really gonna get them far anywhere. The only the only teams that I'm kind of scratching my head about left is Washington and uh, Washington and what you call it. Dude, uh, like Boston looked really good. And Boston, Dude, Boston looked really good. It's the postseason. Yeah, there's I know no, everyone's there's gonna no be good. Layups. Yeah, yeah, there's no layups. But you're just kind of comparing how you played to them. Like, it's so it's honestly so scary because now you're like, all right, we looked good. But how bad were the Penguins? You're not going to get a performance like that, whoever you play next. And like we've we've been off for so long. You know, this is just kind of where the anxiety starts to set in for all of us. You know, so it's Monday right now. Like, we're probably not going to play until like Thursday or Friday. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's a long, that's like longer than the all-star break. Cause then we have like the all-star break and then our week off like back to back this year. 
Yes, everybody got everybody got two weeks, whether it was going into it or coming out of it. And I thought that was brutal. This feels worse than that, man. Well, it feels worse because the stakes are so much higher. They you should just I mean? have they should just have straight up like scrimmages. Like tell Bridgeport the season's canceled and be like, hey, mm. we'll we'll let you fight. They're in the playoffs right now too. I know, I know they are. But I, they don't get anyone that goes to their games, man. It's it's a shame. Uh, we had we had Dave in our Connecticut are, group organize an outing, and I feel like there was more people in Charlotte when we set up our groups than at their games. Not a lot bro, of support. I've been trying to tell you, you're in the middle of the NHL playoff season. Like no, no, I love Dave and. I love the opportunity. Like you know, that's a great, awesome thing to do on a Friday. But you're not going that far out of your way then to go see the games. Like when when your team's in the middle of postseason, and like I know there was nothing going on, but it's just the feeling and the vibe, and the like. You want to be focused and thinking only about your team. So I love the idea. I just during the playoffs, you know, I don't think it's gonna work out. I try and get. We'll try and get something going when they're like on a on a run somewhere like in, in a way, you know, when they're on a West coast trip or something, we'll try and set something up when the big team's away and we're home. It is a lot of fun. Like, especially taking the, the HL games are amazing. Oh, oh, very, oh, taking the ferry from Port Jeff. Like that is just so much fun. There's a bar on there. Oh, it's the best. I've been on that ferry and you can drive your car on so you can dr- drive it off. That's yeah, the but there's there's taken. no reason to do that because no joke, the arena is like fifty no, I, steps away from the from the ferry. I'm well aware. I've never used it to go to the arena. I've gone and visited my friend that went to uh, New Haven University. So instead of driving down and around, I just left straight from work and took the ferry from from there, and then drove twenty minutes to New Haven. Not a bad, not a bad ride. I like boats, I, dude. I I need to get on a cruise. I miss going on cruises. I'm going on a cruise this summer. Boats are dope. Ah, oh, where are you going? I'm so jealous. I want to say Jamaica, Bermuda. All right, that's a that's a nice one. Going to a place. I'm going to a place. That's all I know. That's all are I got. You, are you going to be going to the dueling piano bars at night? Is that a thing? Oh, that's a big thing on cruise ships, man. It's a lot of fun, too. And they'll play until, so is... like, 4 in the morning. I know what it is, but I just got a really silly visual of, like, two knights on, like, opposite ends of the room with, like, the giant the giant spears. And they... <laughs> like, medieval time style? Yeah, exactly. Ja- like, uh, jousting. And they, like, slide... Like they start playing the pianos and it like starts like sliding at each other and they just try and knock each other off the piano with a joust. It's dueling no, piano. It's more like it's more like people just start shouting like songs at the piano players and they're just like playing them by ear. It's pretty. It's pretty uh, cool to witness. Chop suey, wake up, <laughs> brush, put a little makeup. <laughs> Are you taking the ferry? I mean, are you taking the cruise right out of New York? Are you driving to like Florida or whatever? Jersey, I think. Jersey's the plan. All right, dude. Is this your first one? I I went on one when I was a lot younger. 
It's a good time, man. And I don't even drink, and it's just a party. I'm it worried really things is. are. Gonna, I'm worried things are going to get weird. Yeah, you got to get that. So the the way they get you, man, like, is with the drink package. So the first mm-hmm. cruise I ever went on, I was still drinking, and I wanted to get the all inclusive pass, but. The way they get you is they say, all right, well, every person that's in your room needs to get it, too. So they were like, all right, well, then Caitlin would need to get it. And Caitlin's Caitlin's never been a big drinker. So it just didn't it didn't make sense to get her to get the the drink package. So whoever's in your room, make sure they're a drinker. Uh, They are. And we're good. (laughs) There you go. So you're set. We're good to go. We're good to get that all inclusive package. Right. Well, I don't. I just am kind of shocked that you aren't aware of some of the perks and packages that are afforded to me now that I've received such an honor of being featured on the bottom of 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 a beer can. I'm I get free beers on cruises. It's part of the thing. I I like wish that was true. Like like oh you don't think it's true when like it's kind of like when you win the Masters like oh you're you're in the you get you get to be part of the country club in Augusta for like the golf country club. It's the same thing with like, oh, you were featured on the bottom of a beer can. You will never have to buy the drink package on cruise ships. <laughs> I I would love to witness this conversation that you try to like finagle your way into with the, the I'll cruise. I'll just bring, bring a six. I'll bring a six pack. It's it's not negotiable. I'm just gonna hold up the six pack and say, "Sir, this is me." You know, and he'll be like, "All right, put a slap a wristband on him. He's good to go." <laughs> Trying but... to think what else is sweet about cruises. I'm like, my the teacher next to me just got back from one, and I was just so jealous because mm. my whole spring break trip was me going up to New York for Game Five, and I had to cancel those plans. So uh, I didn't really yeah. do anything over spring break. And now I got 32 more school days left and then I'm on summer vacation, man. Right. Um, you like your big cruise guy. Huge cruise guy. Yeah, you look like a big semen guy. <laughs> Giant semen. I went to Honduras. Dude, that that was the best cruise ever. Well, from You went to a cruise to Honduras? Yeah, man. It's a island. It's like a barrier island off of Honduras, kind of like Fire Island is off the coast of New York. Oh. And uh, it was the best beach I've ever been to in my life, man. Like horseback riding on the beach. It was fucking sweet. Really? Yeah. Not very good. Go? Not a very good equestri- equestrian. No. Not not very good. The horse definitely was in. I think control. it's an equilateral. <laughs> I think like I saw a question. No, 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 no. That's math. Equestrian is like is like the like the the sport of riding horses like equestrians like that's the plural. But then the singular is equilateral. I'll I'll believe you. It doesn't sound right, but (laughs) you feel me? Yeah, I feel you. No, I mean, that's I mean, that's just that's a fact, Jack. I don't understand. Octopuses or octopi? Uh, octopuses. Still, and I didn't get to throw anything on the ice for game one or game two. 
I think we got to go with the bagels. I think Donald's got to just supply bagels and just people tossing bagels on the ice would be fucking hysterical. Not or gooey fucking enough. lasagnas. Oh, uh, we're not talking about bitch lasagna. I'm not giving him any time. No, just uh, how funny it would be if someone's mom's like, hey, I made, the, I made a casserole. Throw it on the ice. <laughs> Hey, you put me in Newsday if I throw this casserole right on the ice, huh? <laughs> right on the blue line. All right, we're not going to go through this shtick again. We're just going to we're gonna end it here. I got shirts to print. You got ups to meet. Michael. Yeah, man. It's been real. Peace be with you, homie. And also with you. Angel!